This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Know what's happening? It's 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 time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason Lacanfora. All right, you saw the Browns last week, and now we find out that Deshaun Watson season-ending surgery on his shoulder. Steelers at Browns this weekend, and this is a big game. The Browns are only favored by one, but but they're going with not PJ Walker at quarterback. I, oh, said, I was surprised. Kind of I was surprised. Yeah. I, I was surprised. I, you know, I remember I saw Kevin Stefanski. I was staying in the same hotel as the Browns last week. And I saw Kevin Stefanski um, in the gym before the games. So we were just uh, cutting it up a little bit. And I just reminded him that it's just a week-to-week league. Like, you just you, – you never know what's going to happen. Of course, they come back from, you know, down 24-9, down 31-17, come back and win the game. Um, I was surprised. I thought P.J. Walker – Played just fine. Like, yes, he threw a, a pass in Seattle that ended up eventually getting them beat, but they called a pass. You know, he's just executing the play. Regardless, I like the way the Steelers are playing. They, they finally put Broderick Jones in the starting lineup in Pittsburgh. Mm, yeah. Right tackle. They run the ball better in the last two weeks, Carl, than they have in the last five years. And Jalen Warren looks like he should be the starter, but Najee Harris has his – they ran for 200 yards last week against Green Bay. I like the way Pittsburgh is coming together. It's taken a while, but they wanted to fix the offensive line. Isaac Salemalo at left guard. Broderick Jones now playing right tackle. Looking better than any right tackle I can remember in a long time since maybe Max Starks in Pittsburgh. So I, I like the way they're going. I like the direction this team is going. They see a rookie quarterback. This is just Pittsburgh Steelers mentality. Like, you just feel like, you know, Rod, you know, like, just – Anybody is back there right now going, nobody is beating us with a rookie quarterback. I just think that's the Steeler mentality to TJ, to Cam Hayward and the group. Like I, I like the Steelers in this, in this football game, the way they're playing. Yeah, and Kenny Pickett, you know, Coach Coach T talked about this, right? Mike, Mike T said, how's he doing the fourth quarter? When asked about what he does quarters one through three. Fourth quarter when it matters, right? I mean, it, it, that's my phrase, when it matters most. I don't care what you do the rest of the game. When I need you to make plays in the fourth quarter, Baldy, and Kenny Pickett, regardless of what you may think of him as a quarterback and his development, is doing that for the Steelers, right? Well, you know, it's interesting because he did the same thing at the end of the season last year and wins against the Raiders and wins against the Ravens. And it was the fourth quarter, you know, drives that he took him down the field to win the game. And what that says to me is this, like, okay, he may struggle and he may make mistakes early on, but it doesn't, it, it doesn't affect him. It doesn't put him in the tank. 
It doesn't, he doesn't compound mistakes. And I think there's something, a maturity about Kenny Pickett that allows him to do it. Like he doesn't get overly flustered. I do think it has made a difference that the offense coordinator, Matt Canada, is down on the field and interacting with the players and the quarterback uh, on a more face-to-face uh, thing. That that's, looks like that's been a good decision. Yeah. So I think Steelers are going in the right direction. That division, you just were at the, the Ravens-Browns game. So the Ravens are 7-3, and three, Steelers 6-3, and three, Browns 6-3, and three, and there are the Bengals at 5-4. and four, And we, you know, we know the Bengals and Ravens play on Thursday night. We're recording this on Thursday, guys. Tonight they play. Just huge games in that division. And we said this before the season started. It's going to be a dogfight. I don't know who wins this division, Baldy. I, I, right now I'm kind of like, I think it's the Ravens, but I'm not sure. Well, look, every year, Carl, teams jump out and they look like, you know, what we thought they were going to be. And then sometime, you know, you get the Vikings or you get Denver or, you know, and, and maybe this is Cincinnati where things don't go right, but they straighten it out. That loss to Houston last week felt it felt wrong. It didn't feel like this is a Bengal team that is going to make a surge. And now they got to go into Baltimore in a short week and they're banged up, which which is fine. Every team is banged up. There's no excuses. But I feel like Joe Burrow probably needs the type of game that he had against San Francisco. Anything short of that, like I just feel like Baltimore is – like that loss was a gut punch against Cleveland at home last week. This is the third straight home game for Baltimore. They thought they were going to go through this stretch 3-0 and and take command of the division. I feel like this is Baltimore's division. And so I feel like tonight's game, I think you're going to see Lamar look like a star. I think Odell Beckham – is is back. I think the running game is going to take off. Like, I feel like Baltimore has more going for it right now and looks better than does Cincinnati. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. More going for it. Talk about this this Mitchell kid, uh, Baldy. We were discussing this last week, and you were at the game. Uh, for those of you who don't know, this this kid, I think he's a, a, a super fine. Like every now and then, teams come across a guy, and you go, "Where'd they find this guy?" Because He's special. You see it with his speed. Talk a little bit about how they're using him and what's going on there. Well, I mean, his first carry last week, he went 39 yards for a touchdown around left side. Um, you know, and then he had a 30-yard screen pass set up. Like, his speed is ridiculous. And, nobody, you know, it's one of those things where there's not a lot of tape on his kid. You know, he's a rookie free agent at East Carolina. And, you know, and you can see these the, the defense, even as good as Cleveland was, they're taking poor angles to get to him. But even when they hit him, like he is a compact, powerful kid. He breaks a lot of tackles um, on some of these runs. And so, look, Gus Edwards is going to be their starter. You know, that he's a he's a thumper. He's having a good season. Yes, he is. You know, and but I think the combination of Gus and Keaton, like this, is going to be one of those thunder and lightning combinations that you're going to see the second half of the season. And sometimes you just need rookie juice. You just need somebody that comes out of left field that you don't know anything about, that you put the ball in his hands, and he might go on any given play. And I think the Ravens' offense is is just going to embrace that. I think we might see some of that tonight. That's a good point. Rookie juice. Uh, because if you get it, like the Kansas City Chiefs did last year. Yes, with Pacheco. Yes. It, it, and it, the defense. It propels you to another level. It's in the huddle, guys. Brian Baldinger, Carl Dukes, put them up. Uh, we're talking all things NFL, and next week's a big week as well. Thanksgiving, we got games, Thanksgiving Day, Black Friday. We'll be talking about all of that stuff next week. 
But uh, Lions, I want to talk about the Lions because we know the Bears and where they are. But the Lions, they continue to prove to me, Baldy, that they're the real deal. Like, that win last week against the Chargers, I was, like, blown away. Here's the deal. Dan Campbell, I thought his emotion and sometimes his decision-making would hurt them. And instead, I think everybody's just bought into his aggressiveness and how he wants to play. And, again, it hasn't come back to bite Helped them, but every time I go, ah, Lions about to screw it up, they end up winning a game like they did last week, and I expect them to beat the Bears at home on Sunday as well. So I remember talking to Dan in preseason this year out there at uh, Allen Field. They were scrimmaging the Giants, and I asked him about the running back room. Barry Sanders was there that day, so it was running backs was on my mind, and he said, you know, he made a big change. You know, he got rid of Jamal Williams and got rid of DeAndre Swift, and he brought in David Montgomery and drafted Jameer Gibbs. I mean, changed the whole room. Last week, they ran for over 200 yards. And when you look at the offensive line, they're as good as anybody in this business. Like, Panay Sewell is as talented as any lineman in this whole league at any position. But you th- you in, you throw in Taylor Decker and Jonah Jackson and, you know, Frank Ragnall, the whole group. They're really good. And last week, David Montgomery ripped off the 75-yard touchdown run. Now we found out that the play came in wrong, they had the wrong formation. <laughs> uh, but, you, know, th- you know, sometimes that happens. Like, yeah. I've never seen David Montgomery go 75 yards before. But they've got a good one-two punch. And in Chicago, you know, surprisingly, you look at the stats right now, they're number one against the league, in the league against the run. Like, that's a battle within a battle. You know, like, Matt Eberfluss has done a good job of that defense since about mm-hmm. week four. But I feel like I, I love the creativity and the design of Detroit's offense. Like it's, you know, they put up another 40 point game. They've done a bunch of those over the last two years, Carl. Yeah. I love the resiliency of Detroit. Yes. The defense got, you know, they got scorched by the chargers in the game, gave up a lot of, you know, pass plays. Keenan Allen had his way, but I, I love the way they found a way to final drive, go down the field. Let's go kick the field goal and win. I, this offense is, is really, really good. 